Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just if you had to enter. I kiss my bro on the lips. Yeah. Hey, I got my bro on the lips. Pause. <laughs> Power 106, you're kicking it with your boy Savage Gasp in the building. This is Sway in the morning. And you're kicking it with Savage Gas. Power 106 in Park. Um, and this is the golden. Oh, you blew it. This is my fucking golden hour. That's fine. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Long ago, the four dear nations lived together in harmony. Then... Everything changed when the fire deer attacked. Only Derek, master of all four elements, could stop those boys. But when Boston needed him most, he vanished into the enchanted golden deer forest. Season four. Audio engineer expert. I'm talking to you, dude. Wait, you, is that the intro? Like, <laughs> well, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him. Do you know why I do the clap? No. So there's something called audio drift. Are you familiar with it? No, actually. It's it's like oh um, gosh. audio drift is like we we gotta talk kind of lightly into these mics. Yo 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 yo. Yo yo. Yeah, it must be, right? Do you see the waveform? Okay, no, so no, th- there's I mean something called audio drift where when you sync the audio and the video, after like 10, 13 minutes, 10 to 13 minutes, it just drifts and the audio comes out of sync with the video. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of that? No, I've, I mean, I've never had to do anything like this. Before. Yeah, it's, it's been, a, it's been a, a prevalent topic of discussion recently. Kind of a force, to be honest with you. Don't you just use like, latency like, buffers? I don't know, man. I'm not the technical guy. Okay, so listen, I'm going to give you a proper introduction. Deep in the trenches of the internet. Wait, wait. (laughs) There was a good guy. And he said, you know what, man? I think what I'll do is I'll go perform at a show in Cambridge. Okay. And then on the other end of the world, there was an internet guy, but there was a white boy hustler who works 18 hours a fucking day. And he, Can he hey, even work 18 hours hey, a day? Hey, hey, <laughs> you want me to restart the intro? Because I'm on fire. Is that six hours for sleeping? You got it, man. Oh, that's fair. Okay. So, he said, you know what, man? I, I think I should go to the show and support these these cats after the show. Why did you stutter like you are about to call me a name? <laughs> I, think, I think... I was about to go to the show so I could support these mother... These I, cats. Cats is a, a pretty good pronoun. Yeah, it's dope. It was a steamy set, and it was hazy, and I walk out, and there I see not little gasp, but big <laughs> gasp, and I say, yo, bro, and he was like, I'm yeah. actually only 5'10". Are, are you actually 5'10"? I don't fucking know. Okay. I've no- been to the doctor like once in my life. N- nonetheless, to my left, to the camera's right, I have savage gasp. Hey. Y- y- you want to tell the camera who you are in a little rundown? 
what? <laughs> Introduce yourself. Tell them what's going on. Hey, um, yeah, I'm, I'm Savage Gasp. Um, make music and stuff. My friends and um, dude, I uh, I'm not normally a seltzer guy, but I'd also recommend this polar um hibiscus cloudberry. You picked it out, Adam. Right? It's decent. Decent as fuck seltzer. Except it literally got all over you, bro. Yeah, except it exploded <laughs> on me before because this man shook it up before I got here. I was like, yeah, it'd be a fire trick to pull on my guest. He was like, dude, it'd be really funny if I sprayed Savage Gas with hibiscus cloudberry. <laughs> hey, I want you two to, Adam, you'll come first. Just swing in front. So the episode before this, you guys will see the Heffy Replay episode. Adam was there. Adam, you want to swing up? Come say hi. Oh, my God, Adam. Adam's that guy. Adam, hey. Milo. Is he in it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you see me? Can you guys see me? Adam, Milo, I'm here. How you guys doing? Okay. Great guy. Great guy. Oh, come on, big politics. You're up next. Uh-oh. A little tight. A little tight. Yeah. Yeah. New new set. Uh, hey guys, I'm Jordan. Uh, I'm a producer for Gasper, and uh, just a good friend since I don't know, like a couple of years now. Nice. Yeah. Hey Jordan, thanks for coming, bro. Of course. So, so y'all should follow Jordan Lil V on SoundCloud. So if you want to listen to some actual good music, fuck Savage Gas. Savage Gas. That guy's a dumb idiot. Your music's great, bro. Do you mean that? <laughs> Yo, I like don't know how this works. Like I'm trying. I don't know if I should. Do I need to like look at you or look at the thing? Oh no, you can look at me. It doesn't really matter. All right. Yeah, your music's really good, bro. Do you mean that? I mean, one song you might be bawling your eyes out. The next song you might be screaming your head off. Yeah, bro. I like screaming a lot. Like, a lot. You, you like you like going soft on the track more or, or being a psycho? Yeah, I like going flaccid on the track sometimes. Whoa. Um, but really, like, the music I make is just kind of whatever I'm feeling, like, right at the moment. So, like, some days um, I'll be, like, in my feelings and I'll make, like, a, a nice little ukulele song, perhaps. Yep. Tune up the old thing. And uh, then on other days I'll just be in a mood to just, like, break stuff and i'll be like ah i'm gonna say it S- sounds so there's no preference on, on either sonic path. no i think that like sonically like one thing that actually makes me unique is that i can kind of like do a, a lot of stuff you know what i mean like and it's not because i'm like really good at any of those things but it's because i'm just like different things inspire me like and it's just kind of like whatever's in the moment. And sometimes like it ends up really dope. Sometimes it ends up like shit, and I like throw a song away completely because it's booty cheeks. But um, when it works, like it's dope. Mm-hmm. What is it? Take me back to the days we would ride in your one Mustang. Yeah, yeah. Did you like? Do you like Paramore? No. What about Green Day? I was counting the freckles on Adam's face. As we watch the stars in your driveway. I'm gonna be honest. When you hear it in your your headphones, seems <sighs> seems a little suggestive. Seems a little suggestive. So, so. I still love you. I know you're probably gonna watch this. Oh, sh- oh, you wrote that about a shorty. Yeah. I don't really want to talk too much about it because okay. she makes me really sad. Um, but yeah, wherever you are right now, I hope that you're doing good. Um, I love you. That's tough. It's true, though. You know what's crazy? Chicks will drive dudes to do the craziest shit. It's a fact. Girls will drive dudes to, like, actually 
be psycho, be wicked competitive, inflated ego. You f- you feel like you feel that way? Um, no, but I think that a lot of my music though is inspired by like my love life, and uh, I don't know because like I really like love being in love. You know what I mean? Like I can't relate, but yeah, keep going. I like romanticize it a lot in my head, like being in love with someone, and it's like a lot of this like i really do like love the girl that that song is about but like a lot of times i just like write shit about like being in love in general just because like i love the the concept of it so much like hard to come by bro yeah i don't know dog i just like i like just loving on people like jordan would tell you like i'll just sometimes just come up to him and just just get like love him just hug him kiss him on the cheek just uh, (laughs) that's a different type of love though bro oh i kiss my bro on the lips yeah Hey, I got my bro on it. Pause. <laughs> I don't know what we're pausing about. It's 2019. <laughs> that's a fact. I can say whatever I want. Uh, that's I'll a kiss f- my bro right no, now. You can't. You can't say well, okay, no, I can't say whatever. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, make sure this isn't the shade room. No incriminating talk. Uh-huh. So if there's any charges on the line, don't talk about it. No charges? We're talking about court case, legal. Yeah. This is oh, I'm a good boy, dog. I don't... I don't have any court cases. So I, th- I think what will be interesting is, so are you from Boston or you just chill here? Uh, I, Well, I actually live here in New York. You, like, you go back and forth? Mm-hmm. Every, like, couple days, I go back and forth. Um, Greyhound? Yeah, I just usually take the Greyhound. I used to have a, a car. Like, I had a dope BMW, Um, and I, like, it was super sick, but it was just, like, old. It was a 96, and then on top of it, like, it's winter time, so it wasn't really having it. Mm-hmm. And I never got an oil change. I don't know how to change my oil. I don't. Yeah, you you do. Well, Adam had an old Beamer too. I'm just gonna stay. Wait, Adam had one too. Yeah, yeah, dude. But I don't know how to change my oil, so like it was just kind of like goofing on me. And then um, we had a snowstorm. I went to the Garden Show in Philadelphia like a couple weeks back. Shout out Garden, small boy. Um, to the name of it, an artist, Garden. Yeah, yeah, Garden and Nash. Okay. And, uh, Nash was like the big guy, and my friend Garden was like opening for him, but he's like a really talented artist. Um, but yeah, anyway, so like I go to the show over the weekend, and I come back, and like the fucking car is like so snowed in, and I'm just like, ah. Oh, uh, she was a dove. I'm sure that was a dove, right? Well, it was uh, totally locked down. Yeah, I was fucked. So then I like try to. I'm breaking the fucking ice off the roof. Damn, I hope my insurance company doesn't see this because I lied to them about what happened. Um, and I'm, like, breaking the freaking roof. I'm like, oh, my God. I just spit. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to break this off. And I just break through the fucking top. Shit's whack. It caves in. Oh, I, is it a drop top? It's a soft top, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. And so I you stab like, right through it, right? Yeah. And the only thing whole, you can do is replace the whole thing. And to replace the top, it was actually eight grand. Oh! So was I, More I, than the car, right? More than the value of the car. Yeah, the the total loss value was two grand, so I ended up getting two grand. I got a check for it from the insurance company. We'll take the two Gs. Yeah, I mean, I only bought it for twenty four hundred. I bought it from like a really cute, like nice old couple in Maine. Um, they were just like super nice, cool people, and I was like, "Yo, I'll pay you cash today if you want to like give it to me." It was like a car they hadn't driven mm-hmm. since like forever ago. It was supposed to be for their kids or some shit, and they were like, "Yeah, of course I bought it that day, twenty four hundred. Super legendary car though." So, quick rewind though. What is the purpose of popping back between Boston and New York? Like, oh, why, why do you do it? Uh, what is the purpose of it? Yeah, like why? Because I don't think that I'm fully ready to commit to just living in New York yet. Like, 
I told you, like, uh, me and Keyshore, who's one of our other friends, used to live in uh, New Hampshire, and then, like, kind of moved back. We, we were, like, mostly living in Boston at the end of the summer, so then we were, like, in Boston, and, like, we had, like, a lot of good memories here, and it's, like... Great city, bro. Yeah, in the summertime, definitely super dope city. Like, right now, it sucks, but, like, the summers, like, here is just, like, magical to me. Like, I wrote so much good music and, like, was super inspired by, like, being here and, like, being in Maine, going to the beach, like being outside and like being around all this stuff met like cool people that live there and here. yeah met like super cool people that like uh live here um so it's like i don't think i'm like ready to let go of it yet oh but you eventually want to shift all the way out there probably this summer so um i'm probably gonna move to la whoa yeah i mean it's just like I think that it would just be a smart move for me, opportunity-wise. Yeah, for sure. I feel like everything that's going on on the internet is really going on in L.A. Would you concur? Um, I would say New York also. A lot happened. Like, for example, this past summer, um, I met, like, two of, like, Garden and uh, Ninetales, um, who's, like, one, two of my, like, closer music friends, two people, two artists that, I, like, I respect a lot. Um, I met them in New York over the summer. Um, they came down to, like, visit my friend Convolk. Um, because they were gonna like film a video with the three of them, which ended up being this like huge video. It's Word. called Whatever It Takes. Word. It's a super cool video that I look extremely fucking awkward in, and I wish wasn't on the internet because it's just that. Or they'd like blur my face. What was it? It was a vlog, music video. And uh, it's like a music video. Oh, right. But uh, yeah. So anyways, so I I met them in New York, and like uh we hung out, and it was just like a super close like bonding experience. And like my other friend Shinigami, who's on that Pumpkin Scream in the Dead of Night song, um, was there and like my friend Scuff, like Jordan, Keyshore, like just like the vibes that all of us like had together, like in that instance, it was just such a New York thing. I don't know. And I feel like it couldn't have happened anywhere else or any other way. And it's like those people now I feel like are like my lifelong friends. And like I met them there, so like New York to me will always be like a huge representation of like me having like a big moment in my career meeting like a bunch of cool people as artists but also meeting like some of my best friends like for life outside of music word yeah um sorry to do this to you again but i think the appropriate distance for you would be like right here okay yeah dope here let me just like try to move this yeah 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 i'll kind of just like sometimes look at you and look at jordan that's cool yeah no you're doing great bro okay cool um so i i think in totally gas me if i'm wrong here but uh what's going to be interesting for a lot of people that are going to listen to this is that your subgenre of music is much different than what's traditionally coming out of boston oh really see uh, i'm not extremely familiar with boston like rap music like um i've like listened to pistola and um i have like a friend named isabella who like makes music out of here she's like really cool but um other than that like i don't really like listen too much Mm -hmm. to boston music well how would you categorize your genre in, in the most like straightforward way possible uh indie rap yeah i was gonna say like yeah, yeah. indie white boy rap yeah i mean i don't would you concur yeah there's nothing wrong with it i'm yeah no i don't yeah sure indie rap is what i'd say and so how did so initially when you started linking up with all these other artists was that just via the internet yeah pretty much everybody that i'm friends with now is through the internet and it's just like it's fire mostly over just dming or like mm-hmm. me being a fan of them and like me either like reaching out or them reaching out or whatever mm-hmm. and then um us eventually like meeting each other like in new york or whatever no uh Isn't it crazy how powerful the internet is it's nuts man yeah it really is and it's just like it's like i said like so many like lifelong friends i feel like that like we do 
like whatever and we like always support each other and it's like it's all love uh, but it's like all that came from just like a dm or like it's a nuts. post or something it's, like that which is dope it's how we communicate now though you know see that's why i focus so heavily on instagram because i feel like it really is such a great way to like interconnect with people like not just like your supporters but just like to meet anyone like i think it's one of the best networking tools that you could use is your audience mostly consolidated via instagram uh I'd say SoundCloud is definitely caught up, and I'd say Twitter is almost caught up, too, and, like, Spotify is getting... Yeah, I would say, like, at first, probably, yeah, but uh, that and SoundCloud, but now it's more, like, evenly it's dispersed. Word. And that's not really something I tried to do on purpose, but Instagram is, like, what I gravitate towards because I like taking pictures. I like posting. I think it's the funnest It's the funnest it's, app, too. It's super fun, and also, like, I feel like I can make, like, a big, long caption, and it's, like... I'm, and it's like only on Instagram people will see the picture and like they'll kind of like get hooked into it from the picture. But then like I hope like I could post something cool enough that they'll take the time to read the caption because like maybe yeah, that you should go, could like help somebody. Have you seen his IG? Bro, dude snaps on the captions. Yeah. It's, it, but but no bullshit. It's fire because you're mad transparent, mad honest. Not many people are doing that shit, bro. And I feel like that's probably why you're getting such a following. See, and it's like one thing that I always say is like, you're like really all an artist is is like the people that support them and like even like sometimes we lose sight of that and we like get caught up in like our ego or whatever but really like you're you're following and you're like the people that are there for you basically is like what's most important so it's like you need to like be there for those people like you need to like respect them like they respect you and like talk to them and communicate with them and have like a good working relationship with them and like show love back like let them know that you appreciate them because in the end like those are the people that are going to be, like, there supporting you through you the buy, shit. buy your tickets, you feel me? Yeah, and it's, like, you, yeah, you can look at it like that, and you could look at it as just even someone that goes out of their way to be, like, yo, dog, I hope you're, like, okay, I hope you're having, like, a good day. I saw your post, like, I know your ears are fucked up right now, but, like, me and my family are, like, praying for you that, like, the shit's going to get better or whatever. And, like, that shit, like, people think, like, oh, like, it's just a DM, like, whatever, but, like, that shit, like, means a lot to me personally. And I, I, I appreciate it when people go out of their way for me because I don't, like, ever see myself as, like, savage gasp. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, Gasper. And that's all I'm, like, going to be. Like, I'm not, like, fucking superstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my tag her? is just our yeah. friend. Gasper, what the hell are you doing? Everything started, like, from a place of just, like, us just being, like, fuck it. Like, I guess we can make music. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... Is that tough for you, though, sometimes to translate, like real genuine authentic relationships and then internet relationships you know how it's kind of weird it's like you initially like you're talking with people over the internet all the time when you see them in person is a little different or like how do you navigate that so are you talking from uh an artist standpoint or from a from a human a support a human being um i'd say mostly every single person that i've met uh in person from the internet that like acts cool on the internet is cool in person like i've every person that like supports me that i've met like they've all been like extremely nice people like they care about me as much as i care about them same with art artists i think it goes both ways i've definitely met some artists that i haven't got along with i've met a lot of artists that i fucking love that are like my best friends now um and i think that that's just like the way the internet works like there's definitely some fucking goofballs but well it's just like it's more cool people i'd say yeah but you facilitate like a different like the nature of your relationship's different when you're typing to someone as opposed to talking to someone in person see so i started realizing that too so i started um doing like facetimes with people so that's I'd, fire i'd that's be like dope. yo drop your numbers and i like set it up so you could uh facetime my iMessage instead of my phone number so like then 
I was just like, yo, drop it. So like people like drop their shit and I'd like FaceTime every single one of them that I could like just take a day out of my like life or whatever just to, like make sure that I did it because when you're like talking face to face with someone it's such like a different and more Way personal different. connection you, you know, know what I mean yeah it's dope mad naked shorties on the FaceTimes nah <laughs> <laughs> imagine that you had a crazy internet following bro like nah it's definitely like lots of wholesome good conversation good, good people I usually like show them new music and shit too Word. and like I don't know we just like talk about our day or like whatever but it's like it goes back to like the way that like my supporters are and the people that like fuck with me it's like it's almost like a family which sounds like kind of corny but it's like it's true like I feel like we're all like way closer because it's like we're not close on like a music level like I know like I know what these people by like first name some of them and I know like what's going on in their life and it's like when they tell me things and I like remember like oh shit bro I didn't think you'd remember that like I fucking broke my arm because I'll, I'll like be like yo bro how's your arm doing like are you doing all right and it's like it's because I care too yeah. you know what I mean like is that uh, is that how does fucking here hey you want to open the door <laughs> yeah hold on. you know how to do it bro yeah <sighs> I don't want to I don't want to try because I like it's it's stuck. come on bro uh, i don't want to do it no but no stay i'm good bro i'm good i'm rolling them up i don't know we're, we're here for good man all right cool sorry for interrupting it's just really warm bro i don't mind opening the door if you just let me get up and open it i can do that it's fine See, like, it was so hard. Oh, God, that feels so good, though. Yeah, we'll get that out. Tight squeeze here. Yes. So, you also, I feel like, to be honest with you, bro, when it comes to the podcast, I, I just want to grow it to be big. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really take necessarily interest. I like running it and producing it. But, bro, I off-rip noticed your branding strategy, like, in your... And he's doing, he's, you're fucking executing it perfectly. The fact that everything you do is totally native to you. Like you're being totally genuine. Like, I don't, I don't really understand to keep it a buck. I don't really understand the song titles, but I'm like, yo, whatever you're doing, that shit's well, fire. Well, Th- could, could you like, give me an example of one and I'll explain it. I just mean like the emo- emoticons and shit at the end. I just don't know how to decipher it. Um, it's just like. A little, like, fun thing. I don't know. It's not really, like... It's dope. It doesn't it's mean anything, the emoticons, but I just feel like those emoticons match the mood of the song. It's, like, if you're going to send a text, like, you're going to maybe send it with a fucking emoji if you want to communicate something. If I... Like, if I'm texting, like, Jordan, and I'm just, like, goofing on him, like, I might send him, like, the fucking... Or, no, if I... If, say, for example, we're about to go out tonight. We're about to get into some buffoonery. I might send him, like, the fucking devil emoji or something. <laughs> so, it's, like, if I'm going to make a song that's, like, about, like, turning up, like, Pummy and Scream in the Dead of Night, I'm going to use an emoticon that looks, like, spooky or something. Like, that's fire. It's the same thing. Smart as fuck, bro. That's dope. Yeah, it's just... It's funny, because, like... I don't even think about that shit. Like, I just, like, one just day, I was like, bro, like, this is kind of fire, right? And Jordan was like, I guess. And I was like, all right, like, I guess I'll put it on the thing. And then it just, like, stuck. I don't know. It's dope. It's fire. So, um, want to hear something crazy, bro? Yeah. <laughs> so, Adam and I, growing up, bro, what was our favorite game, bro? was our favorite game, bro. Really? Is it? Bro, where does your fixation come in with Kingdom Hearts? I've, I, I, I got to be honest, didn't play 3. You beat 3? 
Yo, Adam, real quick, because, and I'm going to, like, break the fourth wall here, but, like, I know y'all, like, wanted me to talk about this, so, like, what did you, how did you feel about Kingdom Hearts 3? Can, can we do spoilers? Like, we could do that, right? That's Spoiler warning. <laughs> I said it loud on purpose. Death to headphone users. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Adam is an animal, bro, on the sticks. Scenes, I watched all the cutscenes and everything, and the story just didn't. Oh, I don't want to sound like that because I really liked it. It was fun. Uh, see, okay, so I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna just go in real quick. I'm not gonna say too much, um, because like if anybody really wants to know about this, like they could just ask me. But I personally didn't care for it, um, as much as I thought it was because it's like they built the hype for most of my young life. Uh, like it's funny because I posted like a screenshot like the other day of my mom texting me. I, I sent her a screenshot that I'd got Kingdom Hearts 3 and she was like, oh, my God, I remember when I took you when you were like five to get Kingdom Hearts 2 at midnight because you asked me to do it then. And it was just like a wholesome ass moment with me and my mom. And it's like it's dope. I thought that Kingdom Hearts 3 was going to like take me back to like that moment where I was just like so excited. I was like, oh, my God, like because I, I love Disney. Like Disney is like one of my favorite like brands in the world like i have like a pluto tattoo um and i thought that like kingdom hearts 3 was gonna like bring me back to like that child like like oh my gosh i'm so excited but um i don't know it was just like i didn't really care for like the pacing of the game very much like a lot of times i caught myself being bored or like being kind of like oh my god why the fuck do i have to like play through this extra bullshit in toy story like when i want to know like what is gonna happen with the main story like after yes. this or whatever or like why do i have to say fucking ham or like whatever you know and it's like this game i w- i wish that i could have just played the last third of it where you start yes. fighting the organization yeah. 13 members and shit Yo, because bro, it's like that to me is like that gave me like the feels I and like the, the game was like Well, okay, so I like that, but personally, I don't think that they even picked good Disney worlds. I fucking hate Frozen. Frozen sucks. Tangled fucking sucks. All right, bro, Treasure Planet, Atlantis, fucking, yo, I could go all day with movies that I want to see in Kingdom Hearts. Fox and the Hound? Fox and the Hound, I guess. (laughs) That'd be whack. Or what's it called? The Runaways? That's so whack. The the Runaways, because it's like small, or or it's it's like that, right? Yeah, but it's, like, I feel like they almost marketed it towards, like, new, like, new Disney kids. fans. Because, like, I don't want to fucking play Big Hero 6. I didn't grow up with that bullshit, like. Do they do any classic Disney's? No. None? Toy Story is dope. All right, cool. Like, Toy Story, I was thankful for it. But it's, like, before, Kingdom Hearts drew me in because it's, like, I love, like, Mulan is my favorite Disney movie. So, like, I love that Kingdom Hearts 2 had Mulan. Like, they had Timeless River, which is, like, Steamboat Willie. I love classic Disney, like. Super like dope. M- my favorite art style. So, so you amazing. like two over one? Uh, is that wait? You like Kingdom one? Hearts two over Kingdom Hearts normal? Uh, okay. So I definitely like the story of Kingdom Hearts one better because like the story of the first one is like simple and like pure and like. What, what's the girl's name in Kingdom Hearts? Kyrie. And it's Zora, right? Sora. Sora. Sora and Kyrie. Yeah. So I was gonna like get to that in a sec. So fucking the first one's super dope. It's like simple. It's sweet. It's like cute. Um, it brings back big feels from like when I was a kid, but two, they just improved on so much like mechanically, like gameplay wise that, um, it, it was just like so much more fun to play outside of the cutscenes. Cause I, I personally really like Roxas as a character too, who is, um, it's like, it's hard. I'm not going to explain it. No, right. it, it, that, He's just a dope character though. Yeah. Roxas is like, that's like Zora's like big bro. Uh, it's like his, Zora. 
it's Sora. Excuse me. So it's like Sora's nobody, but it's like hard to explain that what that is. It's like half of Sora is Roxas. Word. Like Sora can't be whole without Roxas. This is ego, alter ego. Yo, I could go on all day about this shit. So let me just finish what I was saying real quick. Oh, and then we'll go. Um, but basically, like, the scenes with like Kyrie and Sora like really hit me hard in the feels. I don't know about you, Adam, but like, like when they're sitting on the fucking tree and sharing the pow poo, like the voice acting is complete shit, in my opinion. But um, like different voice actor this time. Yeah, all I'm. I don't know, like who's different, but they were just uh, Kingdom Hearts has always had cheesy ass voice acting, but I probably didn't remember it because I was five when I played it. No, How old are you? I just turned twenty. Oh, word fire! Is that is that that's when it came out? The first one? Oh, uh, the first one came out in two thousand two, and the second one came out in two thousand five. What was the name of the main the main key in the first one? Uh, the Kingdom Key. Kingdom Key, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the same throughout all three? Uh, yeah. I mean, you have it throughout all three. You can like unlock a bunch of different cool ones. Word. Um, like my favorite is called Star Seeker, and that's like one that I think they introduced in Kingdom Hearts too. Word. I um. Probably get a tattoo of that on my face one day. Be pretty fire. That shit would be dope. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never get a face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> that shit would look good, though. Yeah. I might get it on a finger, maybe. I'm thinking about getting hand tats soon. Yeah. How m- how you got a bunch of tats? Yeah. I have a sleeve on this arm. Um, And I have, like, a stomach tattoo. But Are you you're addicted now? Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm addicted. People, but when they get the first, they're usually hooked. I've always... I, um, I got, like, ten at once, and then I just, like, took a long break and got one, like, last week, so... Oh, fire. I don't know. Dude, it's like with everything, I just kind of do it, like, right then when I'm feeling it. Binge it quick and done. And I was like, yeah, I guess. Like, I didn't even really want it. I saw it on this girl's story that I follow, like, the tattoo that I got. It was, like, a Tumblr, like, old Tumblr 2014 tattoo. And I was like, damn, that's kind of hard. So I called this place um, in Boston. I was like, yo, you guys got, you guys take walk-ins? Where was it? In the uh, city in the city? It's, like, in East Boston where I live. Oh, word, okay. Damn, I just, like, dox myself. Easty. <laughs> nice. And we're in Somerville at Phoenix Down Recording, the number one studio in Boston. Make sure you get your tracks mixed here, and if you don't, go to Jordan. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, I just, like, called them. I was like, you guys take walk-ins? Um, and they were like, yeah. So then I went, like, ten minutes later, banging that bitch out. It actually really hurt. Color or all black? Uh, all black. All black fit. You can see me with the lights up. Do you know who that is? I don't, but it sounds like a nice jingle. Yeah. Who's that? It's a nice jingle. Is that you? Nah, it's one of my friends. Word. Shout out Convo. So, so you also like Pokemon though? I saw Zapdos in the picture. Uh, yeah. I mean, Pokemon is another series that I'm like really nostalgic for. Um, but it it is a series that I like to this day. Like. I, like, keep pretty current with, like, the Pokemon games. Um, like, early generations? Yeah, see, so, one thing that, like, people that try to, like, do the same thing as me, like, do wrong, is that, if you look, I only use the Ken Sugimori original art Pokemon, like, from the r- the original 151, and I intentionally Elaborate, do that. is that. Elaborate, is that the animator for the uh, That's, like, Jodo? the original, like, artist for it. Word, um, okay. So, I only use his drawings in the pictures of the Pokemon, so, like, I know if you're, like, trying to, like, copy me, and, like, because, like... You're not doing it right. I feel you. <laughs> so I like did that on purpose, but yeah, I lo- I like love Pokemon. Um, but you 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 didn't use like a traditional Pokemon. I use Legendary Bird, but you didn't use like most people would choose Articuno probably. Well, I put Pikachu in it too. Pikachu's fire too. Yeah, put Pikachu, and then in the last picture I did a bunch because it was like a cityscape. So I did like um, 
like Weezing and like Grimer and like some city Pokemon. Those are dope Pokemon though. Yeah, and then I had a zoo, a zoo, or no, I had Meryl and Snubble in it. I thought that they were like cool little. It was like a nice addition. That is nice. Yeah, but uh, I'd say that Pokemon also is like a reoccurring theme in my music too. Um, you I've like referenced Pokemon like hunt like a bunch of times. It's definitely like something that I like subconsciously rap about a lot. Kingdom Hearts, Studio Ghibli, and um, and Pokemon. And Pokemon. Well, those are just things that inspire me a lot. Because, like, just, like, the beauty of it. The creativity is, like, next level. <laughs> I <Thanks>. mean, <I'm laughs> well, I also just mean with Pokemon. Imagine, like, just creating your own world with all these different characters and all of different personalities. Like, wow. Yeah, dude. Like, I don't know. I'd, I'd really like to do something like that one day. Like, someone that I really look up to is uh, this really amazing person named uh, Rebecca Sugar who created the show called Steven Universe. It's like a Cartoon Network show that I really like. Word. And she's just like one of the most like amazing creative people. And she also like writes music. She wrote the music for Adventure Time um, and for Steven Universe too. And like I want to be like be like that one day. Like I want to like write songs for like cartoons and like maybe have my own one day. And like I don't know. I definitely like think way past music um, like a lot of the time because I don't think that I'm going to like be a SoundCloud rapper or whatever you want to call it like forever. You know what I mean? Um so, yeah, I think if I play my cards right, though, I could probably do something cool. So, yeah, so if me and you were to have this talk, like, right, in, like, 10 years, uh-huh. you're 30. Mm-hmm. How old am I? I'm 33. Like, fucking I'm 33. 47. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Is that where my hairline's going? It's tucking way back, man. <laughs> that boy tucking back. Um. So that's that's where you'd want to be, like, probably on other creative shit. I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make sure I also hit on all the questions that your fans asked. Which is pretty dope, and I actually recommend everyone who's coming up here d- does this. You said, yo, what do you want me to tell you about myself to your fans? That's a great idea, bro. Yeah, no, the, uh, the, my, like, homies on the internet are definitely, like, well, there's some shit questions, like, <laughs> but there's there some wild questions. There, yeah, there's some weird ones, but there's definitely a lot of really cool, like, insightful ones, too, that I liked. Um, fuck, I, I like, completely lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, so, my um, question in was 10 like, years, yeah. In 10 years, if you could operate at, like, your highest level, what would you be doing? So... I think that I would want to be, like, a, maybe a creative consultant for someone um, and maybe, like, work on, like, TV shows, like, cartoons, um, maybe be, like, a writer and, like, a voice actor. Um, musically, I don't make beats. I'm not very, like, I'm, like, a bit challenged with, like, using, like, programs and shit. Yeah, me too. Same shit. Um, I mean, like, GarageBand is, like, pretty much the only thing I can do. Oh, oh that's where you make your beats? Uh, I don't make my own beats. Oh, so then the, the tag is just a tag for your song. Yeah. Oh, word. Okay. I definitely have recorded a lot of songs on GarageBand, but um, yeah, I don't. Uh, now like, I've like upgraded definitely mixing wise since I first started. But at first, yeah, I only used GarageBand. Word. Yeah. So I definitely like to be in a place, probably being a creative consultant for someone. That'd be fire. I think I could definitely do it. I'm not big, super, super big into fashion, but um, I feel like. If someone just, like, let me style them for fun, I think I could, like, do a good job just, like, making something cool. I feel like a certain thing I've realized is, like, once you get good at one thing, you kind of have confidence you get good at other things pretty easily. You feel that way, like, through music, you've, like, started to feel a little more self-confident? Mm-mm. No? I've only actually got less confident. Really? It's just because, and I was talking to Jordan about this earlier, um, this is, like, something that's been bothering me a lot lately. Like, I, um, I feel like... The further I get with this or anything, I start to feel like 
a pressure that maybe isn't necessarily there for real and I start to feel like oh my god like these people like they like me for this or they like me for that and if I don't do that they're like gonna hate me or they're you gonna, feel like, obligated abandon me and like it's just like weird issues that like go back to my childhood and stuff like probably um but it's like weird and I just feel like have you always been like anxious yeah I've always been really anxious and I think that's why I relate to so many artists that I hang out with even though I necessarily I don't necessarily make the same kind of music as them I definitely like relate to like sad I guess sad or emotional music or whatever because it's like shit that like I'm feeling every day and it's like when I first started listening to that music I wanted my own music to take all of those emotions and like turn it into something positive and like project that out so it's like my music is is like a preventative like I don't want you to feel this way I want you to like be uplifted so it's like that's why I like make it like that and not sad do you I mean, based on, I mean, we've now been talking, I don't know, for like an hour. You don't, I mean, you don't seem like you, well, yeah, I just mean like from when you came in the first oh, time. <laughs> um, you don't really seem like a negative dude, though. No, I wouldn't say that I'm a negative person, but um, I say I would say that I have a lot going on, like behind the scenes in my head, I would say. That it's like, it's just like, I don't know, a lot of like, it's probably like I'm overthinking it half the time, but I just have a lot on my mind constantly. And it's like, I don't know. How, if, how do you combat it? Uh, I, like, talk to my, like, friends in real life. I hit, like, people up on the internet that, like, support me and, like, uh, give me, like, good advice. Like, I always, like, make my posts as transparent as possible and I, like, ask for advice on them. Does it help when someone, like, like, DMs you back? Yeah, I definitely have taken advice that people have given me just from a DM. And it's, like, I appreciate them taking the time out of their day to, like, do that for me. That'd be tough, I think, like... So, so you do there's some alleviation you get via response you get on the internet yeah i'd say from someone on the internet just as much as someone in person because it's like i know that it's coming from a human being either way it's like once you get past like the oh it's like just some whatever dming me like if you don't think about it like that and you just think about it as another human reaching out to you to like try to like make you feel better in like whatever way they can then you like appreciate it differently how do you know their intent though mm. I'm, like, a pretty good judge of character, I'd say. Because I, I definitely don't respond if I feel like um, something is this. There's, like, some sort of malicious intent or, like, or they're trying to use me for something. Because in the end, I wouldn't do that to somebody else. So, like, if mm -hmm. you do it to me, then I definitely am not going to – you're not going to, like, receive the same kindness. Yeah, I feel you. So, how, so you were briefly saying when I when I'd asked you, so you started out in Kentucky then shot over here to New Hampshire? Yeah, uh, my dad was in the army for like my whole life, pretty much. So um, we lived at Fort Knox, Kentucky, for like the last couple years of my high school. On the base. Uh huh. Wow. It was awesome. I love Fort Knox. I love like Kentucky in general. It's dope. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I also where, where were you before that? Uh, in California. That's where I met Jordan. Um, oh, word! Fire. Oh, I lived there for quite a while, like probably like eight years. So, are you considered a, a military brat? Is that what that it means? Like, if you like have a family in the military and like bounce around a bunch uh yeah i guess okay um, that's just a question yeah yeah no I, yeah sure um but my dad's like really supportive of like music and he's like happy uh it's funny he works at lowe's now because he's retired from the army and um someone like he was showing someone at lowe's um like one of my songs and, the, and it was like a kid like me and the kid already had it saved on spotify that's, that's dope and he was so proud like he like called me and he was like dude 
this guy that works with me at Lowe's, um, like, already had your song. Like, I tried to show it to him, and he was like, oh, shit, I have that on my playlist. And he was like, oh, that's my son. And, like, I don't know, moments like that that I have with them is, like, that's, like, what it's about. Like, that shit, like, makes me really happy. And so you went from Cali to Kentucky, then then what's the next shift? Uh, then Kentucky to New Hampshire. And then as I, like, got to New Hampshire, I was like, fuck, what am I going to do now? So I was just, like, staying in my bed all day, like, writing music. And then um, when I wasn't writing music, going outside and just, like, experiencing, like, the natural beauty. Because, like, New Hampshire's mad beautiful, like, super dope place, especially in the summertime. So Wh- I just, Where? In Nashua? Uh, in New Hampshire, yeah. uh, Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Okay. Yeah, but it's like a little like cute beach town. It's like looks like a Studio Ghibli movie. Like it's dope yeah, as yeah. fuck. Um, and yeah, so I just go outside and like be inspired by that stuff. And then I'd go inside because I had no friends at first, except for my friend who worked. So I just spent so much time like being alone with that stuff and like writing music. And so stuff. you moved up to New Hampshire, like you just moved to move, and then like so I was like, I'm not staying here. Fuck it. Well, because my parents were moving somewhere else. Okay. And um wanted to stay in kentucky so bad but it's like it's weird bro like something in my head told me this isn't the right choice for you like if you move here your your progress is gonna go like this and i, I like y- knew your, it in my head. your human progress your emotional progress musically music progress no nah, because i was happy as fuck like it was one of the happiest points of my whole life being there but i wasn't getting done what i needed to get done so i, I was like i need to figure out how i'm gonna get out of kentucky and get my ass to la or new york however the fuck i'm gonna do it and so and the the friend said new hampshire and i was like well let's start Fuck it <laughs> start and then boston and then from boston someone was like yo bro the greyhound's like fucking 18 dollars if you want to like save up so i was like fuck it i'm saving up my money to get the greyhound and then next thing you know i'm in new york where i want it to be so wait so you shoot out to new york like with like no money type shit like no job and you're just like yo i just gotta i gotta go yeah that's like, crazy um i like <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Like, uh, I'm trying to think who I met first in New York. Do you it's like big nuts, bro, just to go do some shit like that. Fuck, good for you, bro. Yeah, I don't like – I've always been like that, though. Like, my senior year of high school, I like, chose to be homeless for most of it because I wanted to get to Louisville and get in with all of the local artists there, uh, which was an hour away. So I had a 2007 Kirio, and every single fucking day, dog, get out of school, throw all my shit in the back of my car, and drive down to Louisville and, like, try to just get into anything, any show, any – whatever oh so you live out your whip yeah on purpose like my parents fucking love me they're like they're dope as fuck <laughs> but i i wanted to be there like because i knew that that was what i needed to do at the time to like get shit moving mm-hmm. and i was just like bro even if it's me going to a show and like at first it's funny because i took pictures on this little polaroid camera and that's how i'd get in with these artists like i'd like take a picture of them with the polaroid and i'd be like yo bro i like i kind of make music too or whatever if you want to like check it out when is this like 2017 yeah um, and then um, I met uh, my friend Jack, Jack Harlow, who's like huge fucking artist now. He's signed to, uh, I think, like Lil Uzi. Mm-hmm. Jack Harlow, he's nice. Yeah, he's from he's from Kentucky too. No, what is it? It's like dance to the sundown. So, yeah, so the big moment when I realized I was doing something right. So I go to this party right in Louisville, and um, it's crazy. I've met every other Louisville artist. Like we're about to graduate. It's like June. Bryson Tiller. Uh, I met him like one time, but I didn't like meet him. I like saw him at the mall. Like, whatever yeah so like i'm at this party and it's funny bro because like i'm telling this girl like earlier i was like yo the only other artist that i haven't like met yet is jack harlow and i was like i love his music like he's dope as fuck and he at the time he had like 8k but he was like big to me because i had like nothing so 
I was like, ah, fuck. Like, I I need to, like, meet him before I leave. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's, like, meant to be. So I fucking knock on this door, bro, and, like, to this party. And, like, he answers the door. Wow. And instantly I was like, yo, I got to, like, make this work right now. Like, somehow I got to talk to this kid. So he, I, like, I'm just, like, waiting around, like, out on the porch just, like, drinking. And he, like, comes out. And he has a Kenny Chesney shirt on. And, like, I had a Brad Paisley shirt on. So I'm just, like, fate. So I'm just like, bro, like, I need to, like, I need to find something to make a connection right now. And I was like, yo, bro, dope shirt. Where'd you get it? And he's like, talk. we're talking about, like, thrifting the shirts and, like, how we like this shit and, like, thrifting in general. And then I'm just like, bro, I fuck with your music, like, all this. And he was like, oh, word, like, do you make music? And I was like, yeah, like, my name's Savage Gas. But he didn't, like, ask me for anything else. So then he DM'd me, like, two days later, and he's like, bro, I, like, checked out your song. Um, and he's like, it was actually, like, really fucking good. Like, I was surprised. And I was like, oh, shit, thanks. And then uh, he, like, followed me. And after that, we just started hanging out. Word. That's dope. It's just, like, a little, like, cool story from Louisville. But, yeah. Now, I'm, like, mad proud of him. He's, like, doing crazy shit now. What? Is it called Sundown? I think I saw it, like, a lot. Mm. I was supposed to be in that video. And I left Louisville, actually, the day yeah, before. Like, driving in the cars through the yeah. street. Yeah. And I, uh, I left Louisville the day before to go to L.A. Because I had a show in L.A. Word. over the summer. Yeah. But dope video either way. So, so back back to your trials and tribulations. Is this somewhere out there? No, oh. I'm just kind of. You feeling better with the with that open? Yeah, dude. It's a l- it was just so hot. Like, are hot. you guys are you guys doing okay? Yeah. Okay, word. Don't deliver every time. It's like a sent message. Oh, the sun down setting. I don't know. I'm trying. <laughs> trying out of town, chit chon show with a big reddish. So you go to New Hampshire. And you like New Hampshire. I'm a Kentucky boy to the death. Go and get it through your head till it's motherfucking embedded. All right. Yes, I love New Hampshire. <laughs> embedded like a microchip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're New Hampshire, right? This kid's losing it. Wait. Is it? Is that good? Yes, I am in. Uh, I love New Hampshire. Super dope. You're probably like the first person I've heard say that, bro. I like a lot of different things, dog. Like, I don't know. I don't, like, try to like them, but I just, like, am going to like what I like. Word. You know what I mean? Like, regardless if people, like, think it's cool or not. Because eventually, bro, like, I don't know. Maybe not New Hampshire, but a lot of things that I've liked, like, people have thought it's cool later on. So New, I, New I'm Hampshire's going to be a tough sell, bro. Yeah, New Hampshire, New Hampshire might be a bit of a tough <laughs> That's sell. That's a tough sell, it's bro. It's all good. Like, so then you, you just start coming to Middle East shows? Yeah. I uh, The first one I went to was a Lil Tracy show, I think. Um, <laughs> that Was it downstairs? Yeah. Wow. It was... I know the exact... It was in June. Yeah. I know that was, like, the first one I went to, probably. Um, And then I went to, like, ugh, everything. Like, if it if there was a show at the Middle East, like, you could you were going to catch my ass there. And I uh, did, I just... Did you come to my show? July 21st downstairs? Who was it? It was all local Boston artists, and it was sold out. Really? It was. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Word, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, it's crazy, because, like... Uh, I just, just, like, it just started off just innocently going to all these shows, and then I was, like, just kind of, like, poking around, like, trying to meet anybody that I could, and then uh, I just kind of started, like, meeting people here and there, and then, really, I would say the big moment came for me now was when um, Internet Hippie followed me, and then he was, like, yo, I'm moving to New York, so I, like, knew, because I kind of already lived in both, technically, so... 
I was like, fuck, I got to, like, meet this guy. So I, like, tweeted out. I was like, bro, like, let's link this weekend or whatever. Can you just clarify who Internet Hippie is for everyone listening? Oh, yeah. Internet Hippie is, like, a really dope vlogger. Or, or not. Yeah, I guess. Oh, he has a blog called Internet Hippie. Um, he's just, like, a dope guy in general. Um, and he, like, just he, rides really hard for artists. And he uh, he does, like, videos and, like, all types of, like, different content. He's, like, a shit. curator. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, a tastemaker. And he, uh. And an A&R. And, and he does, like, a lot of, like, underground internet indie rap well i just everything to do with underground i i just know he's put on a lot of people he's internet hippie is one of the most influential legendary people in the scene definitely pretty crazy super and he's helped me personally a lot he was from boston uh he's from like fucking some weird place in massachusetts so yeah so dude decent story ish but not really but i i guess like no your story's been hidden (laughs) meager to hear him so like yeah so i was just like hanging out with him and then, uh, at the same time, like, we're, like, getting to know each other. We, we hang out, like, a couple times. And I had been DMing this dude named Shinigami. And I was just, like, a huge fucking fanboy of him. I was like, bro, like, I've been going through so much. Like, I was alone. And, like, I really, like, was depressed as fuck when I first got here. Because I, I was completely alone except for the one person I knew. And I was like, I just, like, relate to what you're saying. Like, this and that. I was, like, on some fan shit. And then, um, I don't remember who told... Oh, I watched a Six Dogs interview. And one of the things that he said... You know Six Dogs? It's like, when I'm off the gas, I can see things. Right? Is that right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Cream soda fago down. Still dreaming. They hate on me. Yeah, he's, he's like a cool artist. But yeah, he said something about buying a repost. So I was like, well, what? I didn't really like know what it was. So I was like, well, Shinigami is the biggest artist that I know. So like maybe I should try to buy a repost. But I thought about it in my head. I was like, what do Shinigami's fans want to hear? So I waited until I had a song with a Kingdom Hearts sample beat called Wherever You Go, I'm Always With You. It's like, well, I don't know if it's one of my bigger songs now, but it's a, it's like a cult song now. So Heavily sampled Kingdom Hearts, huh? Yeah, so I send it to Shinigami, um, and I'm like, bro, like, I'll pay you to repost this, like, this and that. And he listened to it, and he was like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, this is good as fuck. Like, wh- what, are you, what are you doing? He's like, I love that you're, like, rapping and, like, doing something, like, way different from everybody else. Like, that's crazy. Like, keep that shit up. So I just kind of made, like, a mental note of that and then, like, moved on. So probably a month later, Internet Hippie texts me, and he was like, yo, bro, like, um, FaceTime me. Like, somebody, like, wants to talk to you. And I was like, oh, okay. So I answer, or I FaceTime. And it's, like, Shinigami and FM, who are, like, two of my, like, best friends now. And Shinigami's like, he's like, where you at, bro? He's like, I'm trying to, I'm in New York. I'm trying to meet you. So I was like, damn, okay. So and you're, you're in Boston at this time? Uh, No, it's funny, though, because I'm in my Uber going back to Brooklyn where I parked my car. And they're in Manhattan. So I'm like, bro, I'm canceling the ride. I'm so sorry, but I'm canceling the ride. So I fucking jump out of the Uber. Jump out. Just cancel the fucking ride hop back on the subway and go to manhattan i'm like please just wait for me there and uh they're like waiting at like this guy's house and then just like instantly i just feel like me gianni or shinigami and fm just like clicked like on some like other shit like it's just like i felt like i'd known them for so long when i'd only met them that day because and i could like feel like genuine energy in the room with me and uh ever since then like we've just been great friends like and obviously, like, we've made some music together. But really, it's, like, we waited so long to make that Pumpkin Scream in the Dead of Night song that I feel like at that point it didn't even, like, matter because we were just, like, friends, and that's, like, a f- cool, like, extra little thing. Shit's hitting, though. Yeah, because that song... Still, I like that song a lot, bro. I appreciate it. Um, That song, like, 
wasn't even supposed to be what it was like me and 93 like made that on accident in like 10 minutes when i went to la for the first time and uh when i had that show over the summer that i was telling you about and like i didn't even know that like that was gonna get made it got made completely by chance and then it just ended up being like a cool thing maybe i'm gonna like smash my face through my windshield like let's like let's fuck go I'll play for you. It's it's hitting. It's dope. Yeah, bro. So from what I'm gathering, you uh you move around a lot. Yeah, I I, it's funny. Like a lot of my friends like used to be like, oh, bro, Gas is like a gypsy, low key, like a travel, like basically like a wanderer, a nomad. A nomad. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, and it's just we good. Like, we good over there. Okay. And it's just like I don't know. I don't like do it on purpose, but I like have a hard time staying in one place for a long period of time just because it's like there's so much out there in the world that I like want to do and see and shit. And like, I just can't be in like one place. Like I have too much energy to like fucking sit around doing nothing. I need to be moving. And I don't like mind doing it. I don't mind like traveling. Like tomorrow I'm about to go from this fucking underground underdog show in Boston, get off, get out of the show just cause I want to go like support my friend and then get on the bus at 1am, get to New York at 5am. My studio session is at 7:30am. Let's go. And we love like, the hustle, though. It's fire. It's fire, though. And it's like, I don't. It's like, what else am I gonna be doing if I didn't do that? I'd just be sitting at home this weekend. Keep it busting, man. Not being productive. I know. Yeah, I'm the same way, bro. Like, is this sitting down like this hard for you? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> I don't know why this is my job right now. Hey, uh, can I also keep it a buck? Can you can you tell me what Underground Underdogs is? I don't really understand it. Um. Yeah, it's like a. I'd say it's like a blog, um, collective, slash collective. Yeah, you follow it as well. Um, uh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, they they throw shows like all over the country now. Um, the owner is from Boston. Uh, his name's Jack. He's super dope. Um, and he just like I don't know. He's just like super good at fucking putting cool shows together that people want to go to. It, and he's like, is uh, it what type of is it like a niche audience normally? Yeah, kind. Really. Well, I guess not anymore. I don't know. Jack's, like, doing a good job of putting these shows together. Like, I think that he's, like, hitting a bunch of, like, cool audiences, especially on this most recent show. This is, like, a pretty diverse lineup, I'd say, compared to, like, some of the other ones. Yeah, I think they're doing a good job, though. And you, that's what you were performing in when I had met you? Yeah, yeah. That was, like, the tour show. Um, It was, like, an underground underdog show that, like, it was, like, me. It was all, it was a version 3 tour. That That's, like, um our, like, collective. Um, But underground underdogs was, like, co-hosting the show basically so how do you get attached to tours like frequently yo this is another good story because this is how pumpkin scream in the dead of night well, got made well, this, this is how I, I think a lot of artists could benefit from this because there's a lot of boston artists that like they all want to go on tour and they don't necessarily understand the logistics behind it and how well, it happens do we have time for a story yeah for sure bro oh, okay so dope um so yeah so i'm I, just quick note the sweat stains are just getting ridiculous i don't know if you can pick them up on camera but holy shit the caffeine's smacking yeah dog it's pretty warm in here um but oh, yeah. i'm fucking freezing now bro i'll keep it a buck but i'm ready for the story i got okay. you bro all right cool so yeah so i'm in la right and i'm fucking doing it and my friend uh he's like this he's like a pretty big scooter kid his name's mav uh and tanner fox who's like a pretty big youtube guy they like, yo, bro, come to, like, the house in Calabasas and, like, we'll fucking hang out. And I was like, that sounds really Bet. Good. It's Calabasas. 
yeah it's like that sounds dope so that morning um mav like texts me and he's like oh my god bro i'm so sorry like i'm sick i can't hang out so i'm just like what the actual fuck dog like i'm in la already like i just drove my ass from santa clarita which is like an hour away to la to hang out with your stupid ass mav i love you if you I, you'll probably see this but like come on brother so yeah what's your deal mav so bro kind of like goofed me and i was like what the fuck like i hate my life i was like Ugh. So, Fuck that dude, Mav. Even though you're my boy. Nah, dude. Yeah, shut up, Mav. Um, but yeah, so like, then randomly I check my DMs. I get a DM from 93 Feet of Smoke, who's now another one of my like super good friends, dope artist. Um, he's like, bro, like, uh, I know, like, like, sorry I didn't come to the show last night. Like, I, uh, I like didn't feel like super comfortable or like whatever. And I was like, oh no worries. Like, you want to hang out? And he's like, yeah. Like, I live on Melrose and. You had never met him in person before this. No. <laughs> wow. He was like, yeah, come to the house or whatever. So then we, uh, I got lunch with him and Fatsy, um, who's like another one of my like good friends from the internet. Super dope. They live together. Uh, we get lunch and then we like go back to the house and he was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, let's like, let's get drunk. <laughs> so we like get a bunch of Tecates, start getting a little saucy. Um, and the next thing you know, Mark's just playing beats. He's just like, who's Mark? 93 or, feet. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Not Mark. Marcial. Um, yeah, same as Marcel. Cool. He's playing beats, um, fucking doing it. And I'm just like, yo, I hate these beats. These are all sad. And he's like, well, I have this one, like, weird ass fucking, like, beat. It's called Lindsay Lohan. If you want to, like, try to write something to it. And it's, it's a fire. fucking Scream of the Dead of Night beat. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, what? And then I'm, like, feeling it. And Blatt's, like, uh, Blatt's is, like, one of my best friends from California. He's, like, oh, he's, like, bro, like, this is, like, your shit. Like, you could do this. And then I was just, like, I just had to do it on my own shit. And I was, like, oh, my God. And he's, like, bro, that's hard. And then I just, like, started writing. I started writing. And I was, like, bro, a lot of people have been asking me to make another song, like, King of Pumpkin Patch. So I was just thinking, like, about, like, pumpkins and, like, pumpkins, pumpkins, like, Halloween, like, all this shit. Was it Halloween Town? Is that where that's from? Yeah. Okay. And then I was just, like. Well, I'm finna glow October, like glow. Yeah, yeah. And it just went with the beat perfectly. And I was like, yo, this kind of smacks. So Andrew, who's our tour manager now, comes into the room as I'm recording. And he's like, bro, like, this kind of, this isn't bad. Kind of dope. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, like, uh, Shinny and like Family Pet have been like telling me about you. Like, this shit, it sounds like fucking fire. And he was like, have you ever like, you have a manager? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, would you want to like be on a tour with us? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, like, tour, like, shows. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. It's a bucket. We'll take that. So, yeah, we make the song, and then um, we fucking get on the tour the same day. And it's crazy, because I come <laughs> home. the day. Th- this it's is a like, blessing, bro. This is even better. So I come home, and I, I touch down, and that same night, I'm like, I hit up Shinigami, and I'm just like, yeah, you trying to get drunk? And he's like, let's get it. And you had, you had met him? You had met him prior to this. Oh, we'd been friends for like months yeah, okay. now. Word. Yeah, I met him in like March last year. Word, okay. So we've been friends for a minute now. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, he's like, hell yeah, bro. So we're in the Uber, and I'm like, bro, let me show you this shit that me and 93 Feet of Smoke made. And he's like, bro, I don't care. I'm getting on this song right now. In the Uber. He's like listening to the finished song. Like, Pummy and Scream in the Dead of Night, I never intended to have him on it at first. And he was like, I'm getting on it. And I was like, fuck it. Like, let's do it. So no one has a mic so then we go to internet hippie's house and he has like this like kind of like wonky little setup and he's like fuck it i'm doing it right now so we just get plastered and he just he was smacked when he recorded yeah and he just like records that verse and i wake up the next morning to like the finished song and i I, like don't even know what it sounds like and we're just like at gian or at uh, shinny's house and i'm just like 
all right, I guess I'm, I guess we're going to listen to it now. And I listened to it and it's like how it was. And I was like, bro, I think we just did something. It's a blessing. And, uh, you're, I put it out that night. Oh, you didn't mix it? Uh, we, I sent it back to, um, 93 to mix it. And then we put it out that day. Wow. That Sunday night. Is that, that's your biggest song to date? Yeah, I think it has like 200k. Well, okay, not technically. Flaming Hot Cheetos has almost 400k on Spotify, but on SoundCloud, uh, Pumpkin Scream is my biggest. It has like 200k. Why does that? Why does that vary based on platform? Um, I don't know. I just said that. I, like, it feels like it's my biggest song, but technically, it's not. I know, but I wonder why some people listen to certain songs more on certain platforms. It's just interesting. Uh, there's a better space for it in soundcloud yeah Yeah. also shout out void tracks and shout out all and shout out raw easy for the video and shout out all the anime edits because like literally that shit would not be popping on soundcloud if it wasn't for y'all like i just like took a risk with that shit and y'all made that happen so appreciate it let's go i love y'all shout out 93 and gianni too like thank you i appreciate you guys so so that was your only tour that you did? Uh, I just went on tour in Texas with my friend Convolk and Keyshore. Fire. Yeah, and that was super dope. Uh, Dallas and Austin like showed big, big love. Like they knew how like, big were the shows? All the words. Uh, probably like eighty people. So I think that's dope that you do that though, because like you, I think that's like the easiest way to like grow as an artist is just meet more people. Would you concur? Uh, if you're not weird. Yeah. I mean, you could be weird like me, but if you're not just like a fucking douchebag basically i think that if you're like a person that i don't know i don't know how to explain it bro it's like yeah in short answer yes if you're a good dude if you're yeah, yeah if you're a bro then you could get in with the other bros like genuine. yeah because people see through that shit bro trust me because i'll be meeting some people and i'm just like Ugh, this motherfucker keep your distance man yeah i mean i would never say that like because i'm not a spiteful person not a mean person but I definitely would be like, this person is going to fuck me over if I trust them. And I maybe that's not a good idea. But like I said, I'm, I'm a pretty good judge of character. And I'd say 95% of people that I've met through the internet end up being dope-ass people that I, I fuck with. Hey. Oh, Josh, hey. We're still recording. Yo. Hey, this is Josh. Gasp, this is Josh. Josh, is, Josh is an engineer. Long time uh, yeah. What's cool. up, man? Hey, what's up? Thank you, Brody. Josh was just on the the show. I run an episode for everybody who's an intern in the, the studio. Oh, that's cool. So, uh... Just dive into this guy real quick. Go ahead, man. Do you think we could close that real quick? Would you mind? What? Would you mind if we close that door? Can you close it? Do you think you can do it? Can I? Please. Oh. There we go. Fire. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. We're here. Okay. Wow. So. So quick question, and I don't I don't want this to come off as mean. I want to make sure I I phrase it the right way. But how how do touring artists on small tours like make money? Is it just all an expense or? I mean, you don't make like a ton of money, but um. But there it is. You do profit. Hell yeah. Oh word. Okay. Off merch and like all that shit. Like, I chose not to bring merch because like those first two tours, like they really weren't about money for me. It was mostly about to get to see um, yeah, for sure. I would people that fuck shit. with me in different places. But um, I had a really good time either way. We I made money, um, met a bunch of cool people, um, got to hang out with my friends. And, like, in the end, like, 
grew a lot from that. You And, like, one thing I will say to anybody who wants to tour, if you do it the right way, you're going to grow a lot from that. I just would, like, that'd be so fun, dude. Like, I can't imagine how fun that show was. Imagine just, be, just chilling in a fucking van with all your best friends for, like, a week. Yeah, and then you get to go every night, like, go party and, like, Because, like, perform. the version 3 tour... Those are, like, my best friends for music. And, like, Convolk is, like, one of my best friends. Keyshore is one of my best friends. Like, I'm going with people that, like, I really, like, love being That's around fire. outside of music. That's so, it. it's, like, it doesn't even feel like a tour. Like, it just feels like you're hanging out with your bros and, like, you're screaming for 30 minutes a night. It's a big vacation. And you're getting paid. Yeah, you're, like, going on vacation and you're getting paid. Because to me, like, at first I didn't like performing, but now it's, like, I know that I'm good at That's one thing that I do have confidence in. My live performances are fucking insane. Word. Have you seen Why Try at the Middle East yet? I don't know. He'd be a good one. Yeah. He's always over there. I don't really, like, be going to shows anymore just because I've been trying to, like, finish this album. Oh, word. Yeah, definitely get your plug off because I'm sure a lot of your supporters were asking about it. Oh, uh, it's on the way. It's on the That's it? <laughs> it's dope. Um, I'm, like, working on, like, videos right now for it Um, and, like, finishing up two singles that me and Jordan, like, worked on today Um, that I'm going to drop one of them this weekend, probably one the next weekend. And then a song with uh, an artist that, like, you guys have been asking for for a super long time, Um, one of my, like, good friends and a dope, bigger artist that I feel like all of you will be extremely excited to see. Can't say who it is, but... um, Jordan's excited, though. Go through my Instagram. And you could probably take a guess. <laughs> how do you how do you equate if someone's a bigger artist? What does that mean? Well, holy fuck. <laughs> so I would say like off of like everything, you gotta look at numbers. So following. You I don't like looking at numbers, but it's something that you gotta do. Sometimes. It's important for sure. Yeah, like you don't. It doesn't need to be the main focus, but it is something that is there. It's a statistic for a reason. So yeah, I'd say off following, streaming, all that shit. Your reach. Yeah, like IRL, like how many people you could bring to a show. Like all that shit goes into it. Wouldn't you say that's one of the most important, how big your crowds are? Uh, I would say that it definitely doesn't translate for everybody. And then you're kind of just like, what the fuck? I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I would say like live performance is definitely something that's important. A lot of people don't care about it. I think that it's one of the most important things you could focus on. And do you usually try to, like, link with all your fans afterwards? Every single show that I'll ever have, I don't care if I'm fucking Kanye West level or if I'm fucking me right now, I'm going to meet you at my show if you came to see me. And I'm going to make sure that you know that I appreciate that you came. And, like, that's that's just it. Because if, like, I know that if I went to some artist shows like for example like when i was going to tracy show or whoever back then if he would have came to me after the show and been like bro thank you for coming like i'm a fan for life that's dope i would have been like oh my fucking god like that's crazy you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you could definitely make an impact on someone's life like easier than you know you know what i mean it could be a small thing like that like just hugging someone being like yo thank you for coming or like i appreciate you whatever because that person is going to remember that like forever you know what i mean so how do you how do you navigate i mean that's like a sense of ego how do you navigate that personally what do you mean i mean we're all dudes we all naturally have egos Mm -hmm. how do you how do you navigate how important do you think it is to to have my have an ego yes sir um i mean i don't think that it's that important like i don't think that i'm like super hot shit but i'm not saying that i mean but like you need your ego to be like to want to succeed 
oh and, like do better yeah that's like drive to me like i have like a lot of drive like i want to be like successful like there's so many goals that i set for myself every day can i keep like, it a buck bro i think you're gonna be successful man thanks man i think you're smart dude yeah there's just like a lot of shit bro like that goes into that and it's just like i don't know i think drive is like one of the most important things like if you want this shit and like let me just like speak to everybody real quick like if you want this bro i promise if you put your mind to it like you could really do this shit because like i'm no different than anybody else like i think that we've established that with this conversation like i literally did everything that if you're like going hard right now and like hustling for this shit that you're probably trying to do right now and it's just like you just got to play your cards right well your thoughts are so powerful dude thoughts and like energy is so powerful I think it really is. And I think just like fate is like a real thing too. You think that? I do. I think that you can be fated to like meet someone or for something to happen. And I think, I always think like in, in like a positive way, like if something doesn't happen right away, it wasn't meant to be then like it will happen if it's meant to be. But if it's not bro, like you got to move on and you got to find an alternate solution or you got to fucking pack it up and try something else. How do you, how do you navigate that line though? I just kind of, like, gauge it with how I'm feeling at the time. I, like, am, like, a super emotional person, but also I'm, like, pretty rational. Like, I can, like, definitely calculate things and just, like, think before uh, I, like, act. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the things I do, people, people like, look at me sometimes because of, like, how I am on social media. And they're, like, oh, like, Gasp is, like, this or that. Or, like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Or, like, he's, you know, whatever. But I, like, everything that I do, believe me, I do it for a reason. And it's all extremely calculated in my head whether i say that or not i like definitely know what i'm doing for sure yeah i think i think totally what's interesting which a lot of like people traditionally that are because right now i could consider you like you're like kind of a boston artist because you're out of the city you've done shows here and stuff it's just like this dude puts up bigger numbers than like every most other dudes that we've had on the show it's like yo like take notes bro he's fucking killing it it's sick yeah, I don't know. I don't, like, it's just because, like, bro, when you don't let stuff like that consume you, you got to kind of let it come. For sure. I don't, like, ever stay up at night about numbers. It's But don't, but you think it's, it's created opportunities for you, though. Yeah, definitely. And I think also it is a very rewarding feeling to see something that you worked hard on. Validating. Get, yeah, get recognition. But at the same time, like, I've been there where, like, I've been getting, like, 200 plays, like, 100 plays. And it's, like, I know, like if you work hard on something you like feel like it deserves a certain something but instead of like getting upset or like whatever and being like oh fuck this like these people don't fuck with me so i'm not fucking with them take like take the positives from that and take those things and then try to build upon that you know what i mean like that's like what i did personally because like obviously like i didn't start out getting two hundred thousand plays on a song we're also very young yeah, by the end of this year, I want to have millions on songs. Like, be fine. more than millions. I want to, like, do sick videos with, like, like fucking, like, super crazy designs. And, like, I don't know. So, how do you... Can you monetize, like, your your streams and stuff? Is that how it works? Yeah, all my, all my shit's monetized um, unless I stole your beat off SoundCloud, which I don't usually do. But, like, there's, like, one song that I have with uh, Sundari Twin Tails. Super fucking awesome producer. I couldn't get a hold of the person. So, I just put it out non-monetized i made no money off that song so it's just for the art because i really is the, love is the, the stream rate different based on platform yeah it's it's different like it's more for spotify you get paid most off spotify uh yeah word well i get paid less likely yeah you're less likely to make money on apple 
Yeah. But they pay. Why? Because the streams are the lowest? Yeah, the streams are the lowest for you, but they pay the most because Apple doesn't care about giving out money to artists because they make money in every way. No, I mean, like, you, the attraction to Apple Music is lower than Spotify. Yep. Okay, cool. I get it. Uh, I want to make sure that you wanted to me to ask you some specific questions. Yeah, of course. Did, I think I probably hit decent amount you hit, of them. You hit a pretty cool amount. Yeah. I would say, uh, I don't know. Why don't you just tell me, just go like this. What did I ask you? I, I don't know. I, I sent you uh, the ones that I got from the questions. Just, yeah, definitely go for it. Well, because I just want to make sure that I touch on everything that um, I said that I was going to. Because, like, when I say something on my Instagram or anywhere, I always try to, like, stick by that. A lot of pictures yeah there's a lot of, there's probably like 300 questions but uh, i just picked like 20 that i liked okay got that one done got that one got that one got that one so one says friends on sc i touched on that it's like shinigami and convo okay most people. got that got that damn i kind of killed this i know i've been kind of killing this uh conspiracies mm. yeah that's a dub i picked that one because it said love life oh is that you know do you guys talk about, about it that? um hey jordan how am i as an interviewer am i, am I okay you're doing good yeah this has been this has actually been really fun cool oh but for but for love life right now um i'm not like talking to anybody or doing anything um S- sliding his dms bad don't yeah I definitely love one person. I don't think I'll ever get over them. So, you could try, but. Uh. Oh, 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 oh. I wanted to ask you about this. You love Claro? See, that's a question that. She's fire, bro. She's, so, you know she's from Mass, right? I do. I think that Claro <laughs> is one of, is probably the most beautiful human being I've ever seen. This is really trying to slide on this. Do you know who Claro is? Definitely one of the most talented people. Bro, she's an incredible artist. She, she no, uh, yeah, like all jokes said, she is like a super dope artist. Um, she's an artist that I like listen to a lot, like despite any like feelings I have for her. Like she's just fucking sick. What you got fanboy feelings for? Yeah, I definitely would fanboy if I saw Claro. I wrote a song for her. It's called "Flaming Hot Cheetos." Um, oh, that was for her. Yeah, she responded to it. Oh, fire! But uh, yeah, where's, I hope. Where's that, she from? Concord, Mass. I don't fucking know. I just you better find that out if that's your lady, bro. Yeah, I just know that. I love her. She's beautiful. I hope that we could get married one day. No marriage in this camp. The only person that I could get over, the one person that I'm super, like, still in my feelings for is Clara. Yeah, Adam. Claro is, she's, like, I would say probably the biggest artist out of Massachusetts right now. And Yeah. And she's, sure. like, an amazing human being. And you, oh, you met her in person? She, no. Just, just, like, just based just, on when you look at her. No, no. I just, like, watch the things that she says yeah, and does. On her social media, like, she, like, supports good causes. Seems like, yeah, she's, she's down smart. Earth. Like, she dresses super sick. Like, I don't know. It's like, a, a, something about her, bro, is just, like, you know when you, like, have a, a, your first, like, real crush on someone, and you're just, like, oh, my God. Like, I love you. Is it ever gonna stay? Am I gonna feel this, this way, way forever? forever? That's how I feel about Claro. Like, I feel like. You don't know if you're gonna feel like this forever. I feel like. No, no, no. I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. I've oh, been, been through, I've been through phases where I've like liked famous girls and oh, stuff, but Carlisle, she went to CC, bro. I think. 
yeah, there's there's been a lot of phases of famous people and porn stars that I've like that's like a whole other thing. Porn Bro. star. There, there was a porn star that I talked to for a second. But <laughs> what? Really? Not like talk talked, but I just like tweeted that I uh, to go like tag me under her picture because I wanted to talk to her. And my uh, she responded. Yeah. Is that effective to tag me in this? Tag me in this? Does it work usually? It's worked for me three times now. I'm also cute. I got on complex that way, kind of. Same shit. I mean, I'm I'm like ugly, but in a cute way. Like, I'm like a one of those dogs. Like, I'm like a pug. Like, oh, you're like a sheep dog. Like, I'm ugly as fuck, but it's like so ugly they're kind of like, eh. I guess I could try it. Oh, it's like a Dalmatian. Dude, Dalmatian is my favorite dog. They are vicious. 101 Dalmatians. All came rushing through the basement. You know that song? I don't. But Dude, no. That if you know that song, you're a real one. That's a f- really fire song. That's by you? No. Okay. My fault. Okay, I'm gonna keep going through this. Yeah, it's a dope song though. Uh, yeah, but I. Does Claro, fan- if you ever if you see this. Does the fan base have a name? You're dope. Uh, no, because see, I that's like another thing. I don't like consider them like fans. The Gasponians. The Savage Gaspers. <laughs> or just my savages. Nah, they're the Savage Gaspers. But I I would never like say that. I don't think of anybody as like a fan. It's weird. Wait, so is your is your real name Gasper? Yes. Are you French? No, I'm Italian. That's why I have a big ass fucking nose. No, it makes sense. <laughs> okay, hey, I got a couple more, bro. All right. Damn, I'm fucking fire. I already wiped all these out, bro. Your love life thing, bro. I literally already hit all these. Like, I'm not even fucking with you. Did, do you know any I missed? You talked about your friends, future goals, Jack Harlow, Claro. Yeah, man. I haven't really talked about music. <laughs> There's no questions in here about me. Well, I think we talked about some of your songs. What, uh, yeah. What would you What would you like to discuss? Oh, I don't know. Um, I just like feel like we didn't talk about too much a lot has like happened over the past year like we didn't talk about moshi moshi being on elevator that's a good one um, oh yeah so how we did didn't you talk about how flaming hot cheetahs blew up and uh what we did to get clara to see it we didn't talk about pumpkin scream in the dead of night I, we kind of touched on that a little but um i'm gonna be honest with you so w- when did you actually like go from just like recording music to actually have a presence online was that was that a gradual or like was it a one-hit band what do you think, Jordan? I would, I would say. I would say pretty gradual. Um, I would to give a timeline. It was like last summer or last. Uh, yeah, I'll say last summer. I was getting two hundred likes. Then in the winter, I was getting like three hundred, and then I was getting like in the spring, I was starting to get like four hundred. And you're interacting with a lot of people that are on. And the, and this whole time, I'm, I'm I don't care if it's fucking one person DMing me. I'm interacting with them. That's fire. And then it's just, like, over the summer, I was hitting, like, now I'm hitting, like, 700, 800. And then it's just, like, now it just, like, it definitely it took the biggest jump now. Because I was going from, like, before tour, I remember this. I don't, like, usually gauge it on things like this, but I posted a picture before tour. Got, like, seven. Jordan took it. It got, like, 700 likes, which to me, I was, like, that's dope. Like, whatever. I thought that was so much. And then I posted my picture from tour, and I looked the next day, and it had 1,200. And I was, like, all right. So, like. I'm doing something right by going on these tours and doing these things and meeting these people. Word. Yeah. Well, nice. I don't. It's like. So you go on? Do you go on tour too, Jordan? 
Gotta, gotta bring him on the next one, man. Uh, he, yeah, he's like, he's welcome to come, but it's just like the la- the first two, like, were like, they were like, they were preliminary. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Ear okay. rape. Death to ear headphone users. Sorry. Um, yeah, they were like preliminary tours. Like, I think that those were like just me getting like my footing and doing that. So like now Jordan could definitely come because I need someone to sell my merch. Like, now that, literally, like, yeah, I need someone to sell merch. I need like if I don't know. I, I need stuff. you need support yeah i need, I need pete i need someone that's gonna be like you're Reliable, doing a, you're doing yeah. a good job dog i'm proud of you I shout need, out to I jordan for being a good support. friend yeah jordan's just a good friend um have you ever thought of just throwing your own show like like a your own headliner nah yeah fucking with it i'm like oh oh yeah i did do that and uh i went home to kentucky over the summer with Keyshore, and i just threw i just like fuck it like i'll just have a show so uh solid we, turnout yeah, it was like packed. Nice, it was packed that. as fuck. Everybody came, and it was dope. And like, I was just, I was like so happy because I like walked out. Like, it was like a show that didn't even have like a stage. Like, it had like a curtain that was the green. Everyone knew I was in there. And then I like walked out, and it's just like a sea of kids, and everybody was like, oh. "Whoa, that's fire!" And I was like, "Dope." It was like all my like a ton of friends and like cool people and just people that liked my music. Like, it was just like it was good vibes for sure. So, question: You said on your story you said I, i'm about to get out of work so you work sometimes in boston too no well, yeah oh word I, I it's like at this point like kind of for fun but i do still like goof yeah well no i think that's like important for people to know like dudes has a massive following online and like he's still like yeah okay i gotta still put in work put in work yeah i think if i didn't work at all i would just be really bored all day and i wouldn't know what to do especially in the winter time so it's like cool i just like go to work and like go on the computer answer the phone and like send emails and stuff and uh, do your co-workers know you're no 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 bro i hope none of them see this guys please don't make fun of me that's mad funny bro yeah but it really i don't need to work there so if any of them said anything i'd be like see ya i'd be like broke little baby get off your ass get a job on a dead looks oh you like blueface i love blueface blueface Blueface, is one of my favorite artists dude yeah we didn't talk about what music i like Dude, I love so much music. All right, can I, like, say some music that I listen to? Surely. All right, cool. So, some stuff that I recently really like. Uh, let's see what I was listening to earlier. So, my this is just, like, my Apple Music. This is what I, like, mainly listen to music on. Uh, Chase Atlantic, my favorite band right now. Splurge, super dope. Uh, he's the one that has, like, intro part two and, like, beat by Jeff. Don't know. He makes, like, no melody songs. Yeah, Super dope. Just the bass, um, YMW Melly Gang is probably my favorite song right now. Uh, <laughs> and free, uh, free Melly. What? Yeah, free. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know about all that, but I do. I do really like his music a lot. Uh, Joji is one of my favorite artists. Boy Pablo, Kuko, Claro. That's crazy. Little Booty Call. Little Booty Call is actually one of my good friends. That is also one of my favorite artists that I look up to a lot. Middle East gets a lot of his accent, which is crazy. Bro, and actually my favorite song right now that all you guys should like peep, uh, it's by Ian Dior and uh, Bernard Jebs. It's called Molly, but it's really fucking dope. Like I just found it the other day, and I'm just on SoundCloud, and I was like, "Yo, this shit hot." Oh, is in a playlist. He goes, "Hey, I'm here with your mama, she's on your playlist." What's, it? What's his name? It's uh, Ian Ian Dior and uh, Bernard Jebs. It's called Molly. It's super. It's produced by Nick Mira. So yeah, like. They're, they're like I don't know. They they like know him somehow, but I really like like the song a lot. And uh, Mulholland by uh by Hanzo is like my other favorite song right now. 
That's such a dope song. Hanzo's fucking dope. Yeah, shout out Hanzo. Oh, and, and Chevy. Chevy is, like, actually my favorite artist right now. Above all the rest of those. Uh, dude, yeah, Chevy is so fucking dope. She's, like, a, a singer from Australia that I think lives in California now. She's super dope. Yeah, that's, like, what I'm listening to right now. What was his name? Ian Dior? Yeah, Ian Dior. Word. He's super fucking dope. Cool. I really love that song, Molly, a lot. I really like the other guy because he goes, That's in Dior. Yeah, I feel like he, he talks in the same voice that I rap in. Like, he goes like, ah. Because, you know, I have like an inflection, I think, in my voice when I rap. That's a good way to describe it. It's because I have like a hoarse voice naturally a little bit. Like, I have a, a tinge of rasp in my voice anyways. Can you can you kind of tell sometimes? Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. So, got to be honest with everybody. Who's ready to hear this? What up? My bladder's going to explode. <laughs> so, because, uh, no, 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 no. So, I just want to make sure you get your plug off where everyone can find you, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to follow me on anything, uh, it's all Savage Gasp, all one word. Money sign with the... the no money sign. Um, Savage Gasp. Yeah, if you want to follow me, you can. If you don't. How do they follow you, Jordan? Oh, definitely follow Jordan though. I want to introduce Jordan you. Lil V. Get your number. When John comes back, I'll link you with John. Awesome, yeah. Because he like did the same thing you did at Berkeley. That's cool. Yo, also go follow Keyshore. He's dope. And and follow Adam. And Adam. Adam, He's thank you, bro. Yo, I actually do really like Adam. He's really cool. Great, great dude, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Also, I'm just going on a date after this. Yeah. Whoa! Wait, you know where you're going? You a fool ass, bro. You crazy, bro. Uh, okay, so that you got your plug off. New music. You don't. You can't tell anybody. Quick oh, question. What, uh, what do you? What do I have to tell your management company? Like, hey, I'm a good guy. This is a fine interview. Nah, you don't have to say anything. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I'll take care of it. I'll just run it by Colin. Okay. Just tell him that we're uploading it. Shout out, Colin. Hi, Colin. So this is how we start and end the show. Okay. So are we both familiar with the editing process, video editing process? No. Not the specific, but have you ever edited a video? Yes. Not really. Okay, so in post-production, in the workspace, I have two pieces I have to cut up, mm. one at the front and one at the end. So no break. What you're going to have to say is, hi, your name. I'm blank. And this is my golden hour. That's right at the front. Then hi. I'm blank. And that was my golden hour. Okay. Can I put my own twist on it? I would love for you to put your flaming hot Cheeto sauce on it, bro. Alright. Can I say it now? Whenever you're ready, bro. Savage gas, though. Who the heck is that, though? It's me. Savage gasp. <laughs> and this is my golden shower. <laughs> <laughs> and then? And Adam's here, too. Yo, what up? Power 106, you're kicking it with your boy Savage Gasp in the building. This is Sway in the morning. And you're kicking it with Savage Gasp. Power 106 in park. Um, And this is the golden. Oh, you blew it. And this was. You better, you better fucking use that. <laughs>
This is my fucking golden hour. That's fine. This was my fucking golden hour. Adam, you ready? Three. And you're using that. Two. Amy, back in my stream.